0: All right, all right, chilled with Snoop at 7 a.m., lobster and champagne at the Bellagio for breakfast, met with Podesta in Chicago at noon, 16 fresh pieces of pizza, voted 11,000 times in the Dutch election at four. Now I'm in Hawaii, chilling with Syrian refugees at Trump International Airport. They told us they didn't want to see us going global. So what do we do? We became globalists. It's your boy, DJ Khaled.
1: And human beings are principally principle made in the image of that globalist. And that's why we can speak
0: things into being. And we do. And when you speak truth, then you speak paradise into being. And when you speak falsely, you speak hell into being. And that's the truth what that means is that with every
1: decision that you make, you decide for yourself and for everyone else whether you're going to tilt the world a little bit more towards hell or a little bit more towards heaven.
0: Okay, okay. This is going to have to be... A special moment on the Poshpo podcast. Yeah. We're sparking up the officially first deprioritized joint under the the Trump White House presidency. Now, I, I don't know if all of you out there realize what happened this week. Because the media did a hack job, horrifying role in presenting it. Preach. But you might have read a Rolling Stone article called Jeff Sessions Goes Full Reefer Madness. Tell him. Now, I, I understand what they're trying to do here, which is they're trying to hijack the narrative and they're trying to take one line out of context from a very large presentation. As they usually do. Which wasn't presented to the audience of Rolling Stone editors anyway. It was at a completely unrelated conference where Sessions made some offhanded comments. True. Now, here's the thing with Sessions. Sessions, I I don't know if you've played like Dungeons and Dragons or like... Can't say I have. Games based off the morality alignment. Mm Mm-hmm. But there's a morality alignment in that game called Lawful Good. Okay. Okay. And Jeff Sessions is basically the living archetype of lawful good. What's that about? Lawful good is obsessed with the law and the law being the prime representation of good in the universe. I could get behind that. Okay, but they take it to an extreme. Like a a lawful good cop, if he jaywalks, he's going to write himself a ticket.
1: Ah, okay. Okay. I see.
0: So Sessions is that type. Now, that type of person can be useful in a big party. Right. right? If you yeah. keep him on a very short leash. Yeah. Right. Which Trump is doing with Sessions. Okay. Yeah. Now, Sessions obviously has his own personal moralistic views about weed, and that's fine. That's okay to have. I love living in a country where people can have very strong opinions, very strong moral views, and I can have different ones, and we can each live our own lives uh, in peace and harmony. So what makes America great. It's what makes America great. Okay, now Sessions at a conference uh, espouses these views. Yeah. Okay, which he's free to do. He has that right. Okay, now, now Sessions also teaches Sunday school every week. Good for church, him. Right? And I'm sure there's plenty of things he preaches at his church that uh, millions of Americans don't agree with. Sure. And th- that's totally within their right, and that's totally within his right too, to also talk about those things. Yeah. Now, while Sessions was talking about his own views on marijuana, he also, for the first time, articulated what the stance of his uh, Department of of Justice, under his guidance as Attorney General, is going to be. Which is arguably the bigger point. Which is the only relevant political point. Right. And Sessions said that basically he's going to uphold the memorandum issued by Barack Obama's Attorney General. Mm Mm-hmm saying that federal enforcement of federal marijuana law in states that have rec- uh, that have legalized recreational use of marijuana yeah. will be deprioritized. Right. And Sessions said, this is what we're going to do. And the press completely buried that lead. Completely switched it on them. Yeah. they The Rolling Stone piece mentions that in the very final paragraph. After... Basically a full page editorializing saying this is why Sessions is a horrible person, this is why he shouldn't be attorney general, because he has these crazy moral views. But it uh totally disregards how he separates his own personal views on how you should live your life with the policy he's setting with how he's saying he's gonna his Department of Justice will enforce policy.
1: Fucking rolling stone.
0: Yeah. And it's horrible. This is a moment Rolling Stone should be... Look, it's just in the fucking name of the, the publication, okay? The editors of Rolling Stone love to smoke weed, okay? Big-time right. big weed. Yeah. It's called fucking Rolling Stone. It's in the name. Yeah. Right. So they should be celebrating this moment, saying, hey, we've got states all across the country now legalizing recreational weed. We have an attorney general saying, look, my Department of Justice isn't going to go after these states. And what do they do? They just bitch instead. Why? Cuz they, they assume their audience just wants to read bitching.
1: That's what it seems like.
0: They 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 don't want to read good news? Yeah. Cuz this is a moment of good news. This this, this you know, if if you're uh and and I I I understand the political agenda here too. This is what they're trying to do. Cuz if you look at like Joe Rogan's response on Instagram, right? Crazy. Right.
1: Crazy, especially Joe, somebody that we've known to be a researcher, someone who really dives into the information.
0: Right. And look, Joe Rogan, okay, Gary Johnson, some people might summarize these people as dude weed libertarians. Okay. okay? <laughs> v- voters that are primarily occupied with one issue when they go to the ballot box. Right. Okay. And Democrats. Uh, discounted and scorned this group way more than Republicans did, really. Yeah. Which was really to their downfall, because, like, look, okay, these dude libertarians, they've gotten their single issue passed in, like, half of the fucking country. Yeah, right? right. With pretty much no money. Yes. Okay, so they're they're obviously a very strong political force, even if they're not aligned with your issue, okay, they're getting it passed, and then... Once it's done, it's not like they just disappear, right? So this is definitely an element you want to be building into a coalition. Yeah. And right now, the GLP is building them into their coalition. Right. The Democrats discount them, mock them, laugh at them, and treat them as like a fringe element that they don't want to be elevated onto the national platform. Mm-hmm. And then... They they just count on the press, okay, the, that the, the press will just always paint the Republican Party in such a horrible light on this issue that we're never going to have to make any moves to actually appeal to these voters.
1: Hmm. Hmm. That's
0: interesting. It's a very short-sighted strategy. Yeah. You know, you, 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 you have Gary Johnson getting 5% of the national vote, and then, after the election, saying, look, I'm dedicating my entire political career to weed. Okay? Yeah. Th- this is going to be the one issue that I focus on. The, uh, I'm not going to be talking about anything else. I'm going to be talking about weed. Okay?
1: Isn't that crazy?
0: no. look, you, you can think this is stupid. You can think this is dumb. You can laugh at this. This is 5% of the country. This is major. Okay? Just on a real politic level, on like a political operative level. This is an election. It happens one time. We got to win the thing. Yeah. Okay, 5% is huge. You can't discount 5%. Yeah,
1: you can't discount it.
0: Yeah. Uh, in elections that are decided by a margin of 4%, okay, 5% wins the election. But the question is, would Gary Johnson have gotten the
1: 5% if he came out with this sort of perspective, this one subject politics prior to uh, – Getting his 5% in the election?
0: Look, I honestly believe dude we libertarians account for like 3.5% of the electorate. Okay, because hmm. the rest of that libertarian vote is what? Minarchists and anarcho capitalists? Yeah. Okay, how, how, how frequently do you actually encounter those people in public? Oh, so, never. Yeah. So that's only about like 1.5% of the of, of the vote. All right. The, the, the rest is the single issue dude we guys. And.
1: You know what? I kind of buy that,
0: man. If you think about the people that we have in our demographic
1: around us all the time, they don't know shit about politics. All they care about is, hey, what does this guy say about weed?
0: Right, 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 right. You're absolutely right. In in, in California, they're very overrepresented.
1: Yeah.
0: And across the country, okay, this adds up to a pretty good chunk of the electorate. and Like Joe Rogan... Speaks for quite a lot of them.
1: Yeah, if you're talking about that demographic, Joe Rogan literally speaks for like 90% of them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to be thinking in coalition terms and they need to be appealing to these voters. But what they can't be doing is just leaning on the press uh, as an institution of propaganda and lying and, and, and rely the, on them to manipulate and and misrepresent Republican policies because if do we libertarians have told us anything, it's that they're extremely sensitive to things being misrepresented by either the government or by the media Mm -hmm. in in, in how they portray things.
1: Mm -hmm. Their
0: entire political platform is, look, this issue has been historically misrepresented by both a controlled media and by the government. Curve. So, when you start doing that again for political purposes, thinking that this is a dumb group of single issue voters that we can manipulate, it's going to backfire any big time. Yeah. But the Democrats are never going to learn that lesson anyway. They, they, they consistently shoot themselves in the, in the foot and they consistently suffer from the effects of blowback, and there's no reason to expect that to, ch- to change any time in the next decade. But for now, at least in California, they got a state- statewide recreational weed, and the federal government has deprioritized that. Yeah. So we're at a pretty good, pretty good level. And hopefully there's somebody in the press that can recognize that and take that as the moment for celebration, because it, it should be for, honestly, millions of voters across the country.
1: What do you think about that, though? What do you think about the federal government stepping away from topic like that, marijuana, drugs in general, and leaving it up to the states? Because to me, it seems like that's the way it should be. Sure, Congress, just like constitutionally, has a stake in the welfare of the people. They, could, they have the ability to pass laws for the welfare, the general welfare. But, I mean, the states, have, just by their, uh, what's the word, just by their sovereignty, they have the power to regulate their people too. Congress can't just step in and infringe on the state's power. This seems like a huge separation of powers issue to me.
0: Yeah, the states' rights absolutely the right position to take with marijuana. I don't I don't know if it is with legalization of other drugs. In particular, a laissez-faire attitude is okay with marijuana because there's essentially no no violence attached to it. Either when it's a black market product or when it's a completely legalized product.
1: You know, there's violence associated.
0: Well, okay, there is, but uh, with with, with, like the dispensaries, you see that because it's a cash business, right? Yeah. And you you see the same kind of violence that any any other cash business that's got as much cash coming through it, Hmm. right? And 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 then there's also the gray market element to it, right? Because it's it's not completely legal still even. yeah it's still gray market no yeah. where it's it's harder to get legal recourse for any uh theft yeah so it, it becomes an incentivized target for criminals Hmm. but l- l- like j- just with like the drug itself you, there, there's no real violence attached right
1: yeah yeah everyone's growing it here it's not like we're getting it from like colombia or some shit
0: right but but I mean, just with the effects of the drug
1: oh, in terms of what it does to people, yeah yeah no no one's,
0: yeah no I mean but with like the effects of like heroin or cocaine, you definitely have violence attached to it absolutely so there, there there there's gotta be a different approach to it, and federal enforcement's probably the way to go,
1: yeah, i mean uh from reading the 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 stones article about sessions it seemed like uh, that was the point that they were pushing the most This this perspective that sessions has his own personal perspective that he has that these sort of substances have inherent effects on the mind of the person that are negative and i think they just kind of grabbed that and ran with it as far as they could
0: right because they're trying to be deliberately misleading and they do this all the time like if you look at the Trump wiretap issue, right? Yeah. Perfect. They they, keep, they keep attacking this point of he said wiretap. But we don't, we don't use wiretap. This is uh, this is generalized surveillance. Right. Right. Yeah. They 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 take one part that they can determine is technically incorrect. And then they they write page after page and minute after minute of argument against it to completely dwarf the original issue and twist the conversation into an area where now they think it's okay at least a neutral playing field Yeah. Uh, as a way to marginalize and avoid having to admit that they're wrong somewhere.
1: Isn't it crazy, man? Like, Spicer came out, like, he was, when he was talking to the press, he's like, look, guys, we don't literally, like, we don't have rotary phones anymore. We don't mean someone came into Trump Tower, started unscrewing his telephone, planted a bug there, and just so happened to work for Obama. Nobody thinks that happened. Right. There's a reason why the guy put quotes around his tweet when he said wiretap.
0: Right. And then they also uh, blew up the Kelly Conway comment. Uh, where, where she said something about microwaves, which by the way microwave uh transmissions uh, are very relevant to the transmission of cellular data right? wait what it, well well yes s- 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 uh, cell Interesting. phone cell phone towers transmit data through microwave through through microwaves
1: huh okay it 's not
0: through like radio frequency okay so that's actually extremely the the term microwave is actually extremely relevant to <laughs> so she knew what the fuck she was talking gathering. about gathering yeah <laughs> but they, they 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 latch onto that issue that that that, that one specific word and, and try to make it this like funny juxtaposition like oh haha ha kellyann's conway's you know, she thinks there's yeah. a camera in her microwave yeah
1: yeah yeah exactly it's crazy bro and and like okay you know we did have a leak that told us that our samsung smart tvs Or, or, or I should say, can double as listening devices. We saw that, right? WikiLeaks showed us this.
0: Yes, yes. And Trump talked about this two days before. Two days before. Two days before it came out. Yeah. And look... It's gone to a level where if you just slightly read between the lines and what's happening in, in in the press and the timing of stories and the timing of geopolitical events, you're automatically labeled a conspiracy theorist. But yes. just just come the fuck on! I know our
1: listeners agree with us. They have the same perspective as us. They listen to the same conspiracy theories and they enjoy them just as much as us. But if there's anybody out there who doesn't agree with us, just take a moment. Just please take one moment. Turn off mainstream media and just read the text. Read it for yourself and see what you believe after that. Because I promise you, it's not the same narrative that you thought you believed when you were watching the news. It
0: can't be. It, 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 it can't be. It, it, it can't be anything close to what was presented right there on cable news. And 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 like Sean, he he does a piece the other night saying NBC is not news. He says NBC is. Uh, globalist propaganda.
1: Boom. Boom. Drops it on them.
0: It is. It is. Absolutely. It's deep state it. propaganda.
1: Dude, never in my life, never in my life did I think that I would live in a time when people are openly praising the idea of globalism. How can somebody like globalism? It doesn't make any sense to me. Are they so, like, uh, uh invested in this idealistic philosophy political philosophy this utopianism that if we had this authoritative regime who was good they were great and they took over the entire globe then we would have the perfect world then we would have no problems where do they get the balls how can they make such statements do have they not read a history book when has that ever been the case
0: it's damage control at, at 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 this point it's entering their the realm of damage control control because this shit got exposed it got talked about and then it got denied 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 and then finally corroborated with hard evidence yeah and now it's at a point where it can't be denied anymore now the conversation has to be reframed it, it, it has to be unapologetic. It has to be, this was done with good intentions behind it. We can explain why. We 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 can rationalize it.
1: That's what we're beginning to see. We're beginning to see that with our friends, not name dropping yeah. anybody, but we're starting to see that with a lot of people.
0: And, and, and in big part, it's like the process of a criminal mind. Uh-huh. Tell them. It, 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 it's the same process of, rationalization of thinking that i can do this and still be morally in the right because of reasons
1: yeah <laughs> oh the delusion
0: yeah it's a narcissistic vanity uh vanity it's like an ego defense mechanism Jeez. and, and so naturally like the the media is, is kings of it because like the tv news anchors are like the kings of, of ego yeah. Right? right. Their, their, right. Their, their, their egos as gigantic as their, as their head is on like a 150 and Samsung TV.
1: Dude, how crazy is that, man? Through your TV and through your car. They have scripts, right? Programs. I don't know how it fucking works. You know, you're the computer guy. But that could tap into your ECU, your onboard computer system when you have driverless cars. Accelerate, brake, reverse what the fuck, man? What is this world that we're living in?
0: But essentially what it is, is you have an AI working at like a low-level sweeping uh, level. Right. Where it's listening to all conversation for keywords.
1: Keywords, yeah. That makes sense. And
0: then if it hears that, it kicks it up to a higher process that's looking for either certain phrases or or, or certain tones of voice, whatever it might be even running the voice against voice recognition technology to either identify the speaker in particular or compare it to people who they might be looking for. And then once it gets to a certain level of flags, it gets kicked up to a human analyst uh, who monitors it, flags the conversation as pertinent or non-pertinent. If it is pertinent, then the full investigation begins at that point.
1: Yeah. I mean, do you think... Ugh, fuck, man. Do you think our parents had these this sort of situations, too, where, like, science fiction literally turns out to be reality? Or is it is it just... Is, it, does, is this just something new that's happening to us now?
0: Yeah, I think this has to be the first time it's really happened. It's gotta this be, right? Yeah, it's gotta be. Uh,
1: it's literally like that, man. It's like... Things that we're seeing in these leaks, this, and okay, okay I, I'm, I'm not going to beat around the bush. We're talking about Vault 7, guys. Anyone listening to this doesn't know about Vault 7, go do your research. Right. But it's literally, it's literally as if what we thought was science fiction a year ago. Fuck a year ago. Before Vault 7 leak happened, what was it, a week ago? Right. We didn't know any of this shit was happening. We didn't have any facts. Right. You know, people who you and I listen to have been talking about it for years, but we, you know, tongue in cheek, kind of referred to them as kooks and kind of laughed about it. But shit, I mean, they came out with it.
0: It's Terminator. It's basically Terminator. <laughs> it's
1: basically Terminator. You're uh, right.
0: Uh, John McAfee, the, the McAfee antivirus creator, uh, right, called like the whole system's detailed in the Vol. Seven release is Skynet like basically yeah the the and you know okay it doesn't have control over the nuclear arsenal no but it, it's it presents the same level of danger same level of threat to individual freedom
1: if not more man thinking about it in terms of oh don't worry about it sure there's an ai system but it doesn't have control over the nuclear system is so base level they're not you're not even digging into it if that's how you're thinking You got to think big picture. What are they doing with all of this information? What are the capabilities that they have in their hands when they have this information? Once you start thinking like that, you'll start noticing that these, uh, if it doesn't have any control over our nuclear system, that doesn't mean shit in the grand scheme of things.
0: You want statistics going to keep you up at night?
1: Break it down, brother. 46%
0: forty six percent of registered u s voters view WikiLeaks unfavorably
1: let's let's try to get into this man because I don't understand that
0: okay let's be fair to them too mainstream media has only got like an eighteen percent favorability favorability rating so it's not like they, they they like cNN and abc Nbc that much more mm-hmm <laughs> but at at, at the same time look you just gotta that low bro i knew it was low but i didn't know it was
1: that low
0: congress is at like 21 or something like that and mainstream media is right under there
1: crazy right What, what do people want then where do they where's their favor going they don't like the media. They don't like this. They don't like anything. What do they like? They don't like WikiLeaks. They don't like the media. Who do you like?
0: They like Beyonce. Oh, they like Queen
1: B. They like the Queen B, huh?
0: They like the Queen B. They like football. Jeez. They like basketball. They like yoga. They like health food. Well, I mean, sometimes
1: yeah i, I kind of like yoga too i've been doing a little yoga breaking down a little bit trying to get more limber
0: okay but 46 percent of them don't like wikileaks for, yeah. for 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 why because julian assange <laughs> puts his life and his family's life on the line every day to bring you the truth
1: <laughs> so
0: one so one out of two people fucking hate him for that <laughs> yup
1: What is it, man? Do these 46% of people think that Julian Assange is lying to them? Do they not understand how WikiLeaks works?
0: They blame him for Hillary losing.
1: Oh, that's got to be it. That has got to be it.
0: And and, and so it's the the enemy of my friend is my enemy. But Hillary wasn't their friend anyway.
1: Crazy. 46%. 46%. Is that the statistic?
0: 46?
1: 46. For what? A guy who's put his family as a secondary in terms of importance. To what?
0: To prioritize the truth. Foreign Policy Magazine calls WikiLeaks part of the Trump White House. Last week. It's a big-time magazine. Yeah. It's a big-time statement.
1: Yeah, but I mean, uh, I don't necessarily see that. I get the implications. I get where they're going with that, but I don't necessarily see that as a bad thing. If you have WikiLeaks in in cahoots with your government, then things might be going on the right path.
0: But is it even in cahoots? Because, okay, this is basically... No, of course not! Yeah, th- th- this is WikiLeaks' mission. What they do is they publish news that's relevant to politics or ethics that hasn't been published anywhere else yet. Yeah,
1: and is not going to be. They recognize the narrative of the mass media, and they say, they are not going to report on this, so we have to, or else no one's going to know about it.
0: Yeah, they're in news. So how can news really be part of the White House? They they, they, they they can be in favor to a particular narrative. But it's also not at, at, at a point where Trump's shut out all other news and he's just talking to WikiLeaks. He's just talking to Julian Assange, editor-in-chief, which they don't even have any proof that he's doing anyway.
1: They have no proof of this.
0: Even though WikiLeaks and Assange themselves both hint at it, Assange tweeting yesterday that he enjoys being a deplorable. <laughs> See, I didn't see this tweet. Was it in response to anything? Uh, I think it was in response to another hack piece, magazine article, Trash Talking WikiLeaks. Right. And so he used Deplorable in reference to how the editors of that magazine view him. But it's also very transparently a political signal.
1: Hmm.
0: And obviously for someone there's dedicated their entire life to cryptography you're going to encode your message with a degree of signaling pretty much every time you talk right and it's just a very low level reading between the lines that look even the the tankies even the lefties in the in the think tanks they admit it and that they they they're on the same page in understanding the issue they 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 understand it from a completely different view of reality but they still admit it at the, at at that same base level and it's really interesting to see kind of how the trump administration is using leaks obviously they've been taking advantage of big time by leaks they don't want and spies in their own midst and now we're finding out huge sign surveillance but
1: i kind of feel like that's it man the 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 questionable tweet that everyone the, the million dollar tweet the Obama has wiretapped Trump Tower, I think the whole reason he released that is because he knew Vault 7 was dropping two fucking days later.
0: Yeah. Why did he know he was dropping it? Because I'm pretty sure Trump leaked most of that shit. Yeah. Who else? Who else would have that information at this moment? If anything that we've seen about Trump, it's that he puts ethics and morality into very high consideration along with loyalty when he's choosing who he aligns himself with. We've seen it with Tillerson. We've seen it with Sessions. We've seen it with Bannon. We've seen it with Miller. We've seen it with all with Kellyanne Conway. We've seen it with all the important people he, uh, he chooses in, in positions of very close proximity to him.
1: Yeah. They're like a family unit.
0: And if anything, Assange has proven time and time again where his own ethics and where his own morality lie and so i'd only see it natural if those two things align and their interests also align that there would be ways that they work either officially or unofficially together you yeah. know But it's also interesting to see how they've utilized other kinds of leaks. Uh-huh. Like the, the client copy of the tax records Yeah, the that, that Rachel Maddow uh, presented on MSNBC this week. Which I Very, heard, very hyped. Extremely hyped on social media. Which I heard might be a felony? Might be a felony. Uh, Did you hear about that? They're saying Rachel Maddow's in the clear, but possibly not whoever leaked it. Yeah. I, I think that's blowing hot air. I <laughs> I I think that's blown. that's a little bit of obfuscation, a little bit of smoky mirrors. It it seems pretty likely this guy intentionally leaked to Matto by Trump. There you or go. Or by someone on the orders from Trump. Let's just okay, hold on.
1: Let's let's think about this, okay? Let's yeah. think about the genius if that is the case okay Yeah. the guy goes from day 1 and refuses to release his taxes yeah. right and he, he makes it seem he, he runs them around in circles right. makes it seem like he has this big thing to hide right and then when the moment is right he shows it to him he shows them they were wrong the whole freaking time
0: yeah yeah, yeah. it's
1: fucking brilliant it's man it's brilliant
0: it's so it's so genius because what he did look the the left and any political organization, they have limited resources, right? They, yeah. they, they have little, limited motivation. They have limited energy. They have li- limited intellectual capacity, limited time for people to look into issues, to do, to do research. So what Trump did was create this massive fucking red airing around the issue of his taxes and then preoccupied so many people got so many people hyped up that this would be the ace in the hole for them. Yeah. Which then never materializes. And then finally when it does, when it it might be, oh, this is the moment we can impeach Trump now. It just, look, Van Jones' reaction on CNN said it all. It was a good night for Trump. Like, if all they can prove is that he paid, like, close to $40 million in taxes to the American government one year, 25% of his income. Yep. There's no there's no possible way they can spin it like, OK, hardcore communists will find a way that nobody will agree with, but they'll find a way to spin it. But everybody else, it's it, it's literally that it's it seems like a good night for Trump.
1: Yeah, no one no one could say shit, man. He paid more. Almost,
0: was it double the tax that,
1: that your uh, socialist candidate wanted uh, uh, paid yeah, that Bernie Sanders paid. He paid more tax than the guy who wanted our country to become like a socialist country.
0: Yeah, and, and not just like on a in total dollar amount, but in total percentage of income amount, which 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 is very important to their argument.